Welcome to the Orlando Lions Den Podcast. Your number one Orlando City podcast. For the fans, by the fans. Keeping you in the know on all things Orlando City since 2018. Welcome to another edition of Orlando Lions Den Podcast. I am back as your host, Jason J.J. Jose. I've been gone for a couple of days, uh, weeks, uh, months, maybe even years. No, I'm back and I'm here with my good two buddies, Mike. What's happening, Mike? Uh, you know, man, doing my best, just chilling. Good to have you back, JJ. It's been a hot minute. Yes, it has. Dealing with a lot of stuff from work and things going on. And then we got Cleon. Cleon, how's your, uh, what, what the hell are you eating, first of all? It looks like French toast. It's it's actually it's garlic toast. Oh, I knew it was and, something. British. Yeah, it's garlic toast. I'm eating some garlic toast, and I'm also eating some 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 chicken wings and stuff like that. You know, that's good. Good to know that you're eating chicken wings. Not your chicken wings, huh? <laughs> no, these ain't mine. These ain't mine. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Then not the good ones. No, Yours not, is not, the best. Not the best. Not the best one. Not, not the best. All right, guys, let's go directly on to our sponsors. First off, I want to thank uh, Epic Mortgage, Leo Gonzalez with Epic Mortgage. Uh, if you, I mean, right now it's, I mean, whenever you want to buy, buy before uh, whatever. I mean, everything's going up and down interest rates or whatever. But get with Leo. He can figure it out for you, and he'll uh, get the best deal for you. Comparian. Insurance, get with Eddie. Let me tell you something. My invoice came in for my uh, property tax, or not tax, my insurance for my house. Man, Eddie's awesome. It only went up $50 for the year. $50. And let me tell you, I ain't paying $3,000. I ain't paying $4,000. I ain't paying $5,000. I'm in the $2,000 range. So, Eddie, Great job, man. Get with Eddie. He can get you all anything you need insurance-wise. He can take care of you. And then we got Field Turf USA. You know, the the synthetic field that you see in the Champions League and you see right there at Exploria Stadium. That's all Field Turf. They've uh, been our sponsor since the beginning, so Field Turf USA. Give them a holler if you're interested in making a soccer field, uh, even if you're a high school athletic director or something. Always. Got to uh, got to basically uh, get with them. Uh, let's see here. Let's go uh, right to business. Let's talk about the Philadelphia game. That was the first one of the week. Last week, uh, you know, Orlando uh, came out looking uh, good on there. Uh, they were up to nil in that game. Then... Uh, Philadelphia came back, tied the game up, and ended up 2-2. Jose Martinez's strike couldn't be saved by Mason. And, I mean, that ball was curving. That was just a lucky goal, I'll be honest with you. Uh, Orlando did everything possible to win that game, but unfortunately we ended up with one point, again, at home on uh, against Philadelphia. Bro, Union. JJ, bro, JJ, yeah. that, that ball, that ball that he hit, it has such like a wicked curve on it. I thought it got yeah. deflected. Cause that when they show from the overhead, it looked it almost looks like it got deflected, but it didn't. So like that curve was 
crazy on him. And dude, that ball was rising the entire time too. Like that's the kind of kick that you dream of. Like oh, yeah. you, don't, you don't hit it that perfect with without a little bit of luck. <laughs> oh yeah, that that I mean, where he hit that ball and the way the ball curved went up, and I mean, it just he got lucky. He got lucky. There was a Philadelphia Union fan uh, sitting next to me um, by my seat, and uh, you guys know the Burger King guy that wears the Burger King, uh, the uh, Haitian guy that goes to the games wears the Burger King. Uh, he always talks crap to all the uh, the fans of the. Bro, I thought you were talking. Bro, I thought you were talking about the hamburger at first. I was like, no, no, no. The the Haitian guy <laughs> that he wears the crown, and he's all uh, decked. No, out that's he talking about the Dominicans. Oh, is he Dominican? I thought he was. Yes, Haitian. bro. Yes, with oh. the with the with the with the giant uh, uh platino phone. Yes, but he has, he hasn't brought the phone. They ain't he no, brought he the phone in a minute. So he was sitting on the other corner of where I was sitting, but on the other side. And the Philly fan was—he uh, was just—I mean—talking junk to the Philly fan. We were we were up to nothing, and he was just going, "Hey, hey," you know. And the Philly fan just was sitting there, minding his own business, you know. And uh, it was him by himself, he was just minding his own business. Then it became two to one. Guy still talking, the Dominican, and then it's two two. The Philly fan stands up and goes, now what do you have to say? Now what do you have to say? But he, uh, what, I was, really, uh, what I was trying to say was he was talking about Jose Martinez and he goes, Jose Martinez usually doesn't kick that good and he usually kicks high. He said, man, that, that was a lucky goal and the way that he kicked it and everything. So we ended up with that tie. Then we uh, traveled six hours to Seattle to take on uh, the Seattle Sounders up in Seattle in the Northwest. And uh, I was actually very uh, pleased with the result. Um, We held them at home, even though, you know, they were out with some players and we were having, we had our full squad basically. Uh, But they uh, had the rolled on roll on brothers out uh, with the U S national team. Uh, Raul was in Peru with uh, a death in his family. Uh, Our condolences to him. And for, but I hear he's back already in Seattle. So they didn't have their full squad, but we ended up with a tie, which was good to get a tie there in Seattle. But to me, you know, with our squad and their squad, we should have really should have put a, I don't want to say beaten, but we should have won that game. And we've had our chances at that game. We were um, expected goals. We, we, we had that. I think it was 1.5 compared to 1.3 that Seattle had possession. We had possession. So, I mean, we kind of controlled that game and everything. So guys, your thoughts on the Philly game and the Seattle game. I'm going to go with Cleon. Yeah. The Philly game. Um, yeah. We let that one get away a little bit for sure. Um, anytime you're up to nothing, I mean, you should definitely be walking away with three points. Um, uh, what point? What point? We go up to nothing. It was about just what sixtieth, sixtieth or so, there. somewhere yeah. around there, right? Around there, yeah. 60th. Um, yeah, yeah. That one was just rough, man. That was just rough. That's just. I mean, I don't know what you're really supposed to do. Um, that really, it really came down to a couple of little mental mistakes, and and I mean the 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 Martinez hit. That's that's one thing, but you know the the the, the Mason flub on that free kick, just letting it drop down like that and lose the track um that absolutely killed us um the angulo the angulo uh bunny he missed from right in front of goal 
um, that Duncan Duncan had held up for him and 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 passed to him. Um, a lot of people saying I was bouncing and stuff, bro. But that's no, nah, I'm watching that. You talking about Angulo you or Mauricio's? Mauricio? No, no, no. Cool? Mauricio's the next game. We we on we oh, only on oh, Philly right now. Oh, you're talking about oh yeah 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 okay. I'm um, sorry. Yeah, we we we'll get to that one later too. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's that's two that's two bunnies. That's two bunnies that cost us. That cost us uh, uh cost us uh four points this yeah. week. Um. Yeah, man. So, so that really, that really sucked. I mean, I don't see how. Percy, I don't see how you're, you're missing everything from that type of range. Like, I mean, God, you must. I could do that. I could miss everything. You know what I mean? Um, you you can't you can't blow that. Not in that fashion or that form, especially when you got that amount of time around you. Um, so I mean, that was that was really unfortunate. Um, the Martinez hit. I mean, what are you gonna do? <laughs> you know what I mean? Hmm. Um. It's really. I mean, what what are you gonna do? That was, you can't do anything. <laughs> there was, there was nothing. That, I mean, you, you can't do nothing but just get it out the back of the net. Yeah, I mean, and would he do it again? Probably not. Absolutely and, not. And that was and that was the shot that he made, and it was lucky. Mike, your thoughts on the game of the Philly, and then I'll go back to you, Cleon, with Seattle. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, uh, props to to El Brujo on that one because that was his first ever goal in MLS. Because of course it was. <laughs> And it's against us, of course. (laughs) Of course. Um, I'll be completely honest with everyone listening. People saying, yeah, Pedro saves that. He doesn't. That was that good of a goal. He does not save that. He does not get to that. And I, I... no, there's no shame in that. There's there's no shame in allowing that goal because it was that sweet of a strike. It was from 30, 30 yards out. There's nothing you can do about that. But um, I felt like we looked good. This was actually a really solid team performance. Uh, there's this the slight mistake in regards to that first free kick goal or f- first goal that got allowed by uh, Mason off of uh, the kick by McGlynn. Um, Pedro may have gotten that, may have had better judgment on it, but that's one of those ones where it's hard to read. And then if it's missed, he just reacted too late. Those things happen. It's fluky, but it is what it is. Um, but the goals that we got, you know, from uh, earlier in the game from from Duncan and from Ojeda were were were, uh, were solid. Uh, the only things that were disappointing, obviously, was that Angulo miss, and then obviously the the VAR call that should have put us up three one. Um, where Cara bodied off Martinez and you had the guys on 360, uh, it was Kalen Kyle, uh, BWP and Sasha question all basically said they hate that foul call. Um, obviously Christina uncle and instant replay backed up the refs, but those three guys all were basically saying, what is he supposed to do? He's six foot five. Martinez is five foot nine based off of leverage. Where else is his arm going to go? Like, it's not like he was swinging to take out his head or anything like that. It's just, it was accidental contact. And it's one of those things. It's just disappointing. It sucks because that should have been a goal that gave us the lead. But then obviously we had another opportunity that got skied over the net when it was a a clear opportunity too. could argue that Duncan put it into him a little bit fast for that close proximity, but you're a professional soccer player. You got to put that on frame. So, and you're, and, Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Finish, Mike. No, but I was going to say it, it, it's a disappointing result because of a wonder goal, but it, I do feel like it was a good team performance. So, yeah, it was a good team performance. And I'm going to go back to that foul by Kara, which to me, I agree with you 100%. I mean, from where I was sitting, it looked like, you know, he swung that arm, that elbow right to his face. But then after watching the replay, when I got home, 
I mean, technically, he didn't really do anything. He just was, he had to move his body. And guess what? His arms are right there yeah. to get in position for the ball. Like, Carl finally took notes on how to make his body big with his six yeah. foot five frame. <laughs> like, frame. And now he's getting in trouble for it. Yeah. And then, uh, and Google scored now 3 1. Say that that goal did, you know, count and everything was good. And it's three to one. We're up three to one. It's a total different game, you know? Sure. Totally different game, and I, I think we would have gone to victory easily, uh, and would have gotten the three points. But unfortunately, the VAR, you know, went against us in Martinez. Cleon, let's talk about now uh, about the Seattle game. Your thoughts on that? This Seattle game um, coming off that double week, uh, and it's away to Seattle. It's literally the second longest trip you can possibly do in this entire league. Um, Second, What's yeah, Miami. Point? Miami's further. Miami's further. No, Vancouver's oh. further. Vancouver. Oh, no, yeah, I'm saying Miami to Vancouver. Oh, 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 oh okay, okay. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Well, either way, either way, Miami to yeah. whether it's us to Vancouver. I see. Or yes, yes, you know yes, what I mean. Yes. My bad. <laughs> That's all me. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, you know, with that one, you're kind of going in expecting, um. I'm not going to say I didn't expect to get any points. Um, but you go into that one well prepared to be satisfied with if you only walk away with one. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shut up, dog. That's a swap. He's driving me nuts. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. He, he was he's, arguing he's, with you. He's trying to get, he's trying to get to the chicken wing, bro. No. Um, so, um, yeah, at that point, then it's, and it's, you, you gotta, you gotta stay. You gotta stay with them. With the, uh, you gotta stay with them when they only, when they only, when they only, uh, when you walk away, you get, you still got a point. Um, we were struggling, man. So, um, I, I was good with the Duncan. Duncan, um, he had what two? Go- we had, I think, three shots. Well, shoot, only two on goal. We should have had three. Who hit the crossbar um, in the first half? Like. Right at the fifteenth minute. That was Wasn't us. It? I thought. I thought somebody else hit it. I thought. No, I they, think. I think we they hit, hit one. It. They hit it, but we also hit it. I think. Also, it was right at the end of the game, it was. Oh, uh, was it the end of the game. That's what. Yeah, it was, it was Carranza hit, hit crossbar for them, and Enrique hit crossbar for us. Oh okay. yes. And, wait, I thought that was Philly. No. Oh, sorry, my bad. Yeah, I was talking. That was, I, yeah, I, that was Philly. That was, no, <laughs> we, we didn't. We only had three. We only had. We only had two shots on goal. We only had two shots on goal. We should have had three on goal because one of those is the one that Mauricio absolutely butchered. How? I have Correct. no freaking clue. How? And um Mundo, his shot went like two centimeters. Yeah, it's, it's 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 hard. It's it's hard to figure out which one of those two misses out of his and Angulo's was more impossible for you to miss the entire frame on. Um, just uh, for situation purposes, um, Duncan he got what he had the heel flick. Um, which I guess is must be a thing he can do because that's that's the second one I've seen him get off like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where it's t- it's taken a crazy save for it not to get in. Um, but he had the one heel flick that almost they almost scored on and and that was a a good save. Um, and then the header, that one is probably a little lower. It's more direct to him. It was uh you know he had to get it off the bounce, but you know it was more straight to him. I'll say this. Um, I was actually surprised to see him start. Um, I personally, of course, I wanted him to start. I think I would think he's our best option. 
but I didn't think he would. So it was actually surprising when I saw Poppy uh, throw him out there again. So that's got me wondering to wondering if that's like some type of indication if like he's you know we're finally pulling the trigger on that or what. But well, um, with that also that you're stating there it makes me also wonder about Kara. You know, Ramirez. Yeah, that's what I mean. Coming what, on the second and coming in as a sub for for Duncan, and does that mean Kara has gone down to the third striker? I don't know. Um, I'll say this. Uh, this was the first game where I've seen Duncan have some trouble in the league. Um, not necessarily with with uh, in the attack, but in hold-up play. Uh, I don't know who that center back was. I keep forgetting to look it up. But uh, they, have, they, have one, they have one center back back there who was massive. Jackson Reagan. Is yeah. Reagan? Yeah. The dude, like, like the dude who had like five inches over Duncan, it seemed like, just staring at him. I don't know how tall he's listed or whatever, but – um, you know, normally Duncan's really good with that hold up and, you know, you put it over the top and you hold it up in midfield. But, uh, Reagan, he was trying to, he was trying to box, you know, have Reagan or I'm assuming it was Reagan boxed out, but dude was just so friggin' big. He would just lean over the top and, uh, and just get to the ball first every single time. So that's the first time I've actually seen, um, Duncan struggle in, in, you know, in that type of like physical battle, I guess you can say. He normally, he's so far, he's I've always seen him win physical battles. Not every single play, of course, but you know, for the most part, he walks away as a winner. That's the first time I've seen him walk away, or I say the the defender got the better of him in, in the actual physical one one versus one um, matchup. So, may, I mean, maybe maybe that's why maybe that's why Oscar went with. Um, Enrique, instead of because I was I was sitting there looking, I was like, well, um, I was like, well, Duncan's not getting him. I was like, well, Car, yeah, Car's a little taller, but he's not really more physical. So I was like, maybe, maybe he's just trying to, you know, uh, be able to run around him. You know what I mean? Beat him with speed. Um, so maybe that was the thinking with uh, going Enrique over Car as the backup. Uh, Mike, your thoughts on the Seattle game? You know, what did you think about it? Yeah. Um, first off, I just want to back you up because you were talking about his size. And I'm like, I don't know if he was really that big, but I just Googled Jackson Reagan. He's six six. So he, he's big son of a gun as far as being on the soccer field, that's for sure. Yeah, dude was every time he was on his back, bro, he's like he was way bigger than him. Yeah. So um again, it's one of those ones I feel like with that with the exception of like the first maybe ten minutes of each half. I feel like we put in another very strong team performance. The team was organized. We were playing well. We handled things well. Um, we definitely benefited from them having no no Rui Diaz, I think. Um, Jordan Morris uh, hasn't been starting as much lately because um, he's kind of gone cold. Um, and the Roll Don brothers aren't putting too much into the attack for them. So it was really at that point just kind of containing uh, Heber and uh, Lodero. And I feel like we did – Pretty good job with that. Um, so it, it is, it's another one that's a disappointing result because we clearly had our chances as far as we should have scored, put it away, and, and gotten a win on the road. But you definitely take a draw when you're traveling, you know, was it 6,000 miles or something like that? Um, round trip, I think. But uh, that that's a long trip. You know, so you definitely take the draw in that situation. Happy that after that, we at least have the week off to prepare for the next game uh, rather than having another midweek game here. Um, so, again, yeah, it's disappointing, but uh, it, it, it could have been 
much worse, all things considered. But yeah, the, that chance by by Mauro, man, that's that's another one that's a tough pill to swallow, and that's why we so much of us wanted a goal scoring ten in the off season is because of the fact that those moments he's not built for, which sounds like rude to say, but like. I, you know, you could tell me when I'm telling lies, he's not a goal scorer, you know, like, yeah. So it, it shows in situations like that where it's on a platter for him to go ahead and put it into a virtually empty net and he skies it. So, you know, uh, obviously he's a captain, you know, support him, but it, it's definitely one of those ones that stinks. And uh, as, as critical as the, the pod has been about Poppy at times, I feel like, especially with those two games ending in draws. Yeah, they're frustrating, but really can't blame him for the way that he set the team up in in these situations because the team was set up for success and they had the opportunities to be successful. Uh, they just didn't pull the trigger properly. Yeah. I mean, you can't blame neither game on Poppy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, VAR takes that goal away. If it doesn't, if it's a goal, it's three to one. I mean, when did you see us scoring three goals against Philadelphia? And then, uh, Mauricio puts that goal, you know, instead of kicking it high, right? I mean, you know, no lie, he's he's about four feet from goal. I don't know why he just nailed the dang thing low. I mean, he would have gone in somehow, some way. Um, and we would probably ended up with six points in two games and going to Seattle on a six-hour flight with the game that we had played on Wednesday. And there, this is nothing on the coaching staff whatsoever. Neither of these games, to me, was on the coaching staff. It was Jose Martinez lucky with his shot to tie the game and then Mauricio missing an easy open goal uh, right there. So definitely. And going into transition, let's talk about our basically who uh, what you guys think is your stock up, your stock down on players. Um, my stock up. Um, definitely uh, Rafael Santos to me. Um, a lot of people, you know, at the beginning of the year, I think Luca Petracio was when, when they played FIU, every, when they had those three, uh, defenders and Petracio played on one side and Gulo played when we, uh, we actually all went to that game, uh, up at, uh, Osceola Heritage Park and everybody was like, oh man, this guy, and nobody gave the benefit of the doubt to Rafael Santos. Rafael Santos came in. And uh, people, you know, his first game, yes, he didn't. But after he started warming up, started getting warmed up, I mean, he's our left back. He deserves to be our left back. He goes up, he comes down, he goes everywhere. And his crosses, man, if people on the backside, if there's somebody on that backside, which should be, okay, I don't know where that person on the backside is because there's never anybody there because there should be somebody there. I mean, those crosses are coming in perfect. And even though he even crosses him perfect to Duncan and Cara and everybody. So to me, stock up for definitely Rafael Santos stock down. Uh, you guys, uh, I don't know if you guys will agree with this, but Mauricio to me, it's Mauricio. Um, I think Orlando city plays better with him on the bench coming off the bench um, and opportunities like he had in Seattle. I mean, he, as a captain, as the main captain, you should nail that in. That that that's you should be, you know, putting that in in the goal and everything. Um, so definitely, Mauricio is my stock down. My stock up is Rafael Santos. Mike, yours up and downs. 
Yeah, so for stock up over the course of the week, I'm going to go ahead and give it to uh, to Duncan. Uh, obviously, keeping his goals and assists per 90 up against Philly. Um, and uh, I, I think it is important for a striker of his caliber. Like every start that he's had, he's had a goal scoring contribution. So I think him having that Seattle game and where he kind of really had no luck, it's going to be important for his development as a pro. Um, and, uh, you know, he's starting to get European interest apparently. So that's something that extra time kind of talked about a little bit uh, and I've been written about in the athletic. I don't think we're trying to move him anytime soon. Uh, I'd be kind of disappointed if we were, but who, uh, who, 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 who's interested in him must be a Scottish. Uh, no, uh, Anderlecht in Belgium. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Bogert reported that a couple weeks ago and he said that there's still, there's, there's no talks or anything like that, just that they're keeping eyes out on him, but uh, obviously the kid's been kid's been crushing it. He's been playing really well for us and, you know, he deserves his flowers. And uh, I think that that's fair. Uh, as far as stock down, uh, I'm, I was on the Mauricio train last week um, and I will remain on that train this week. Um, one of the things that I've mentioned about him, as far as it, it seems like his passing has kind of declined uh, this year. And it's been kind of frustrating to watch because we always expect him to have like this 90% pass accuracy, making smart, progressive passes. He had that really great pass into Faku for that last opportunity um, against Seattle that Faku put wide. But um, outside of that, I mean, his passing accuracy has been around 70%. There's been some games where it's been as low as 57%. And for an attacking midfielder, that's just not going to cut it. You know, um, so w- w- I expect more out of him. Uh, and I, I know that he's got the capacity to step up um, and, and I hope that he does. So, um, but yeah, that's, that's my stock up, stock down. Cleon, your stock up and your stock down. All right. Um, stock up. I'm trying to decide how I'm going to uh, pivot because uh, both of y'all have my A and my B. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, um, <laughs> What's your C? So, hmm. My C, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with Wilder. I'm gonna go with Wilder again, because every time he's not there, um, to me it makes it more obvious how much we need him in there. Um, so I- I'll go Wilder again. Um, with my stock up, um, but definitely give a shout out to Raphael who was that was gonna be my A, and and Duncan with my B, um, because uh, Raphael he's just he's. He's really both both of them for the same reasons, really, because both of those guys, they to me, it seems like they're really solidifying that at least as far as what's on this roster, they're the guy. You know what I mean? That the they are the best option out of what we have um on this roster. So um so for that, I'll 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 I would give the shout out ahead to um both of your guys there as well, a little nod. Um, stock down. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Felipe again. He just ain't doing it for me right now. Yeah, he doesn't play That's enough. All. He doesn't even play enough. How are you gonna get stock down on a guy that? Because, bro. Because, because <laughs> this is why. This is why. Because <laughs> now that it was before, <laughs> it was different before. Because Mauricio was having to be the eight, mm-hmm. right? So. When Mauricio was considered, you know, you were starting, you had Cesar, you had Mauricio, then you had Wilder, then you got Thor, then you got Felipe, right? So it's it's just depth. Like, we don't, it's like that depth that you have, 
you know, good guy for the locker room, but you don't actually need him. Mm-hmm. But now that we've kind of restructured what we're like, and, and now we've taken Mauricio back out of that eight role, and now it's, you know, we're going to the double sixes. Now, at this point, we have the two starting sixes, sure. We have we have Wilder and we have and we have Cesar. But just as we just saw, one of those guys is gone. And and you know, high pop probability, especially with Cesar, you know, he's always getting yellows. Um Wilder, I mean, shoot, Wilder gets yellows when he's in there. Um, or, or you know, or he's out with Peru. So um I feel like now and and Thor, for as much as everyone likes him. He's he's definitely if you're gonna classify him as a central midfielder, he's definitely more eight than yeah. he is than he is a six. A six. You know yep. what I mean? So yep. if we're gonna be playing these double pivots and double sixes, then we're gonna need more than two. And um I don't have that faith in in Mauricio to do what Wilder and Cesar can do if one of those guys is out. I don't have uh I don't have the faith in in Thor to do it, and I don't have the faith in in Felipe to do it. I just don't think Felipe just doesn't have – he don't have the type of juice left. You know what I mean? I'm sure his mind – he's got the mind for it, but, you know, the body don't – you know, as you get older like like me, man, you know, sometimes the body yeah. ain't following the mind too much. Yeah, exactly. We know that, you know. <laughs> Poor legs. Um, <laughs> let's talk about uh, All-Star. Let's talk about the roster, guys. Um $18 million basically has been spent on Orlando City in the last two years. Facundo Torres, Martin Ojeda, Gaston Gonzalez, you know, Pedro Galese signs a new contract. Um, and guess what? We get snubbed in the All-Star this year. A, it's good for us. It's more rest for our players. Did we get snubbed, though? Did we? I'm, I mean... I'm asking, dude. I, I mean, I snubbed? Think, yeah, did we? I th- yeah, I think Pedro deserved to be there. Mm-hmm. Right, probably all the players, Pedro, I think deserved to be in the All Star game. Um, I, I don't know about Facundo. I don't think Facundo, but did we get snubbed? Did what do you guys think? Did did any of our players deserve to be in the All Star game? Um, are you guys happy with the picks, uh, Cleon? All right, I'll go with. Uh... See, like, even for me, even, okay, so since we're doing the all-star game the way we're doing it here, where it's it's just only one team as far as MLS goes, Yeah. for me, if you're talking about goalkeeper, in my mind, now, mind you, I know freaking Rooney went and brought in trash uh, uh, um, uh, Miller, Tyler Miller into the team, but I'm ignoring that because that's clearly just home cooking. Um, he, he, they gave him his pick and he just brought his own guy. Um, so I'm not even counting him, but I mean, Pedro's always good, but I don't think he's ever been top three. Like statistically, I don't think he's ever been the top three, one of the top three goalkeepers in the league. Maybe Absolutely not. Maybe during the COVID season, that was the best year we ever had as far as defense. So maybe that year. For, for the defense that we have, that's kind of slow this year. And uh, I, I'm sorry, Pedro to me is probably top three, definitely goalkeepers in the MLS. If if it, if he would have gone to Peru, if Peru would have made the World Cup, he wouldn't be here right now playing with Orlando City. He would be playing in Europe somewhere. I guarantee you. 
That's me. Um, that's I don't know. That's rough, bro. I, I mean, mean, you got you got you got homeboy in New England. Yes, right. I'll give it to him. Yes, clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, for as much as we reamed everyone, we all reamed uh, St. Louis with their little DP goalkeeper. He's been on one too. So I don't know. Then, then at that point, you got to say Pedro's better than everyone left this season. I don't know about that. I mean, that's that's a hard sell. That's a really hard sell for me. I will say that you know we're up there in the league as far as in goals against. We're I think sitting seventh right now in goals conceded in the league. So we're we're definitely up there as far as being one of the better defensive teams, and that likely goalkeeping does play a factor into that. And you can also make the argument that, you know, in, in this recent stretch with Mason in goal, we allowed five goals in the two games that he was just in net. So could argue that that ends up also kind of factoring into, you know, those numbers uh, tilting against Pedro a little bit. So just food for thought. It's a great food for thought. I like it. So, uh, Mike, what about your all-star? Did we get snubbed? Do you think, I mean, how much money we've spent these last two seasons on players and we can't even get one all-star? Well, here's the thing. Snub is a subjective term. Mm -hmm. So I don't think that we got snubbed because, yes, we spent a lot of money, but the all-star game is a game of picking players that – you know, play the game in a sexy fashion or have the stats to show that they should be there. There's not a lot about Orlando city that shows that we play sexy. So we like to make the sex ball jokes all the time, but there's, if you wanted to make an argument for Facundo Torres, he came on and started to get too hot before, like when the voting was ending. So he wasn't going to get in there because it was too late into the process. If you look at Duncan, he's not playing enough minutes. If you look at Kara, he's starting to get, you know, he's got some numbers, but not enough to be up there with the top strikers in the league. So I I understand the Pedro shout for me. If I was going to try and give anybody an all-star shout, um, it would be Cesar. Uh, I think that he would deserve it, especially kind of looking at the, the likes of some of the people that got in like a Hector Herrera. Um, I could see that being, you know, him being in that kind of role because Hector Herrera is obviously a more defensive minded player, doesn't have a whole lot of assist stats to show to his game or anything like that. So uh, I would have liked to have seen Cesar get in, but obviously the way that the league operates with the all-star game where it gives like the commissioner a pick and then the coach gets to pick a couple of his players that he wants to come into. You know, that's how we end up with Tyler Miller and Kai Kamara. And don't get me wrong, Kai Kamara is a journeyman and he scores on Orlando every chance that he gets. But like, it's, I, I don't think he's deserving of being on the all-star roster. Um, so I don't think that we're necessarily snubbed. Um, but if, if I had to try and put anyone in, it would be Cesar. But yeah, me, I, I agree with that too. For me. If uh, there's one guy, it's him. For me, give me the rest. Uh, I'd rather our players have that, that week off. Yep. Not have to Let go me, travel extra. Just chill. Go ahead, Cleo. Um, that's good you said that because I want to uh, talk on that point there. That's been like a talking point with, I don't know. I'm, I would assume a lot of fans at Pacers do it when the guys don't get in and was like, oh, I didn't want him in anyway. I want him to rest, da, 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 all that type of stuff. But I will say this. Um, as an athlete, 
like these dudes ain't happy about that, bro. You oh. know what I mean? They're not happy about that. They, 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 you know, you got this big thing and they, they want the, they want the adulation. They want to be called all stars. They want the attention. They want that stuff. So it's like a lot of times it's like, um, sometimes it could be looked down upon, um, in the league. If, if you're, you, if you play in a market or on the type of team to where nobody cares about your team enough to give you credit for when you're playing well and things like that. A lot of, I'm not saying this is going to happen because I don't think our league or the sport in this country is that advanced yet. So where this matters as much, but um, to me, eventually that's going to be the types of things where when people's making decisions on where they're going to play and this, that, or whatever, at, at least guys that's from this league, um, you know, they're going to be looking at, that's why they want to go to these big markets. And they want to go to the teams that's going to get all the attention, the, the LAFCs and the Atlantas and, and the Maya, into Miamis now and things like that. Um, they're going to want to go to these teams. It's like, I know as fans, we like to just say, and, you know, it's easy just to be like, oh, I didn't want them to play anyway. You know what I mean? But um, I think that's a part that, you know, it's, it's I don't think it's a, good thing it's a good thing as far as rest yes but as far as um the look of it for your team no like i don't think i don't think it's a thing that players are look looking at and they're like oh yeah that's great i want to go somewhere where nobody gives a crap about what i'm doing <laughs> you know what i mean yeah you're right and, and when you you brought up you know like the la's and the atlanta's and the inter miami's i mean you're gonna see next year you know um with MLS, you know, the Apple TV, and there's games on Fox. I guarantee you, Inter Miami is probably going to take all of them. And guess who's going to be all over TV? It's going to be Inter Miami with Messi there. Mm-hmm. And, and then you're going to have and, – and this happens in the NBA. It happens in the NFL. It happens everywhere where these players are like, well, I'm going to go play down in Miami. You know, they have the exposure. They have everything. They got Messi. You know, they got Busquets, whatever. You know, they got a good team. I want to go win a championship with that guy, you know, and, and it and it happens. You know, you see it in the NBA. You know, you saw it with uh, started with Shaquille O'Neal back in the 90s, you know, going to L.A. and uh, playing with Kobe. And then LeBron did it with Miami and brought Chris Bosh with them, you know, with Dwayne Wade. So, I mean, yes, the market, it's, you know, it it's the market where the exposure is in the big cities and everything. So I agree with you on that. Uh, yes, we as a fan would love to see them rest, but I think the players would like that exposure at the MLS. Like remember Nani, it was uh, Nani, Chris Mueller, and was it Benji Michelle in that, uh, in the uh, little tournament uh, that uh, they had? It was Sebas actually. Sebas, you know, and just. Which to, was an odd know, selection by the way. It was because I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know how we won that. <laughs> I don't either. But uh, but yeah. But I mean, just the exposure of MLS Week and everything, or the the All Star Game against Arsenal, because you got people watching. You know, you don't think Tyler Miller, the goalkeeper, he's probably going to play a minute or, or ten most. But guess what? He, now he has that exposure. That guess what? I played against Arsenal. You know, and uh, it's on national television around the world or whatever the hell it's going to be. So, yeah, I agree with you uh, on it, uh, Cleon, about, you know, the exposure is definitely what the players want. And, yeah, 
uh, I mean, even though I want them to rest because it's, uh, you know, you got League Cup coming up next, you know, here in the next uh, two, three weeks uh, with the first game going to be against, uh, what is it, Houston Dynamo yep. at 8 o'clock on mm-hmm. a Friday uh, here at Exploria Stadium. So, I mean, the most rest we can get, yeah, the best. But I think these players definitely, you know, from charity games to – to all-star games to whatever they can get exposure they're 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 for it you know yeah can i uh before we move on can i get on a soapbox real quick for a second yeah go ahead cool so um i've said this before online and i'm sure you guys probably have heard me with this sentiment before obviously the all-star game is a uniquely american thing that other leagues don't do but dear god i need the mls to change the the format of it I didn't mind it when it was versus a team of Liga MX All-Stars the past two years. That was fine. But going back to just playing a team from England just diminishes what the quality of the league is so much that I I just can't stand it. Do either uh, a versus another team of All-Stars from a different league or do it East versus West. I think if you do it one of those ways, that's perfectly fine. But I'm so tired of this. We're playing Arsenal. We're playing Chelsea. We're playing Bayern Munich. You know, like it it just to me, it it makes the league look that much more weak that we're we're putting some of the best players in the league together to play an exhibition against one good team. And then that one good team, uh, half of their players that are good won't even play. And we still lose. Exactly. (laughs) It looks stupid. (laughs) <laughs> they'll they'll play some some youth kids and stuff like that because yeah. it's preseason for them. Yeah, go ahead, Cleon. Hey, and and speaking on that, Mike, I'm glad you. I I forgot about that part myself. I've been on that same soapbox, and um, that's like you said, it's it's all star. That's a uniquely American thing, right? And uh, also, a big part of our league is we're not developing storylines. We're not developing stars. None of that, right? So why are we even? This is where this is where people built their name, at least in this country. You know what I mean? On and and you know you know what I mean. You say if you if it's on your football team and, and it's um you got some really good middle linebacker, like you know all pro middle linebacker. Yeah. Da, 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 you know what I mean? Defensive tackle. You say all pro, all star, whatever, whatever the case. NBA's all star. You know you make a trade for somebody, but like oh five time NBA all star so and so. You know what I mean? Use use what you know works over here and, and and start using instead of having one like like you said, it's impossible. Cesar should be on all-star team. You know what I mean? Um somebody like like you're talking about Pedro. Um yeah, he should be an all-star team if we had a normal all-star team to where there's an east, there's a west, there's two groups, and mm-hmm. now now instead of talking about okay, well, because now I have to rationalize it, okay, is he top three in the entire league? You know, instead of, okay, is he one of the top six? You know what I mean? And, and in a case like Cesar, okay, it's, it's, okay, is this dude the absolute top two? How many, like, how many defensive midfielders are really going to put an all star team? One or two, maybe on, on the way they, they construct it now. So, okay, is he, well, yeah, he's really good, but is he the top two in the whole league, maybe? But then it's, you know what I mean? So they, they need to, like you said, split these things up. And instead of this, you, you start having, two full teams worth of these all-stars and you create these and you help build these guys brand individually. Like everybody's not going to be a freaking messy bro coming in here or it's lots of where they come in with a name already. 
some guys you have to build yourself. They always talk about homegrown this and homegrown that. It's time you start homegrown building your own stars. So, like, this is part of the process. This is how it works over here. Like, a lot of people like to act like Americans don't know how to do sports, but that's nobody does sports better than Americans. I'm sorry. It's a fact. That's why the top five leagues in the world, any sport, you line them up, and they're all our leagues outside of EPL. That's the only one that's even in there, even that's even competing with anyone else. And that is it. So do what you know, do what you what you do, and and you know what I mean? Like help build help these guys build their names and help build their brands and and you know what I mean? Oh, oh, every time we sign a if you sign a center back or you trade for a center back out of this league, you guys don't even know if their people are good. Like you gotta be like a psychopath like us and and be, you know, some in stats all week and all types of crap instead of just being you know, a, a normal casual fan is just going to be that just shows up to the games and that's it. The ones that go, they, you know, they'll come to the game, mm-hmm. then they go home. Then, okay, when's the next time I have to come back? Then they come back. They're not here doing all this, not making podcasts, they're not listening to podcasts, they're not doing all this. But then, if Orlando City puts up an, an announcement, oh, we just traded for center back so and so, they're like, okay, am I supposed to be excited? Is he good? Is he not? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's different if you say if you traded for three time all star, then it's different. Yeah. You're right. Build build your brand, bro. You're right. And uh basically the Ponzi scheme, MLS, I'm sorry, I mean the MLS uh, grandfather, uh, Don Garber, you know, he's doing this just for one reason. We all know what it is. It's money. Now, if you got East versus West, I agree totally. It should be East versus West, not even Liga MX. Do East versus West. Especially not now, Liga MX, because, yeah. I mean, you, you're playing a whole league against them anyway. And that's yeah. CCL, you're going to be playing them even more. Yeah, so, we don't have standing League's Cup. Like. It's it's all that. Now, with the World Cup, Club Cup, and all this stuff going mm-hmm. on, you're going to be – but East versus West, and I agree with you. You know, 10-time All-Star, you know, Felipe, who basically – or Sasha when he was in his prime, and, you know – you build your name. You build it, and, and you're right, Cleon. Totally right. I think it, you would have much more players as all stars. You would have your East. There would be a couple of Orlando City players definitely in there, you know. And then against the West, but grandfather Don Garber, you know, he's looking at money and money in his pocket and everything. He wants to bring these Arsenal's, this Chelsea's, the Real Madrids, or whatever to face these. And like Mike says. We're going to get our asses whooped, you know, against a bunch of kids that come from the academy from these because their best players probably will play like five or ten minutes and then get subbed out. And everybody – because they're not going to risk injuries. All it is is money-grabbing, just like MLS is, money-grabbing. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, and I, just, I, I got two more things just to add to that. First off, in regards to doing East versus West, Cleon, you mentioned storylines. There's an – such an easy way to add a storyline element to it. And it's just doing what I'm not sure if baseball still does it, but the way that baseball used to do their all-star game, American league versus national league, the team that won the all-star game Mm -hmm. was the conference that has home field advantage during the world series series. Yep. You can just do that. Like if East or West wins, whoever wins, they have home field during for MLS cup. Like you can make it so that way there's stakes and it matters and it's important. And it shows which conference is the better, which if you look at it right now, Eastern conference is 
by far and large the better conference of the two this year. Um, we would be in fourth place if we were in the West. Like, <laughs> yeah. when three points out or two, three points out of first, like it's insane how different it is. Second thing, and this will be my last point on it, is we're also just because you mentioned obviously maybe we should have players there um, with us being 10th overall in the shield standings. Currently uh, we are the highest, uh, obviously the highest ranked team on the shields table to not have an all-star. So all nine teams in front of us all have all-stars. And I think the first two after us have an all-star and then it's salt Lake after that is the next one in line that does not have an all-star. Um, but I just lo- while I was looking it up, I was like, that's interesting too. So and, and I mean, and there's plenty of storylines you could do. Like you say, you know, I mean, look at the Pro Bowl in the NFL. It's gone to flag football, you know, and still packs the stadiums in Hawaii or Orlando or whatever, you know. Yeah. Uh, they have, you know, it's so much. The All-Star game, you know, uh, for the NBA, you have the whole, you know, three-point contest. You got all that. And then it, 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 the rookie challenge, you get, I mean, you could put academy kids playing. You know, uh, the best academy kids, so you can see the upcoming kids that are coming up through the um, the academies of each team. You and know, and here's, East, the, here's the thing: so much you can do. They're building that. They have been building that in the fact that they've they've developed this skills challenge so that it's more of a thing now. They do uh, have the MLS next all-star game or MLS next pro all-star game. They do that mm-hmm. too because last year Fabian Loyola was the MVP of it. Um, so, so it is something that they're doing. It's just, they haven't gotten it to the point to where it's the, of the same stature, you know? So it's one of those things that still needs to grow and I'm hoping that they grow it in the right direction. But I, I, in my opinion, you got to stop doing this big European team all-star game. I agree. It's time for that to die and be dead because the, the longer we keep doing stuff like that, the longer that people are going to criticize MLS and call it a retirement league or a cash grab league or all these things, which some of those criticisms are valid. But like some of those things I hear nowadays and I'm like, we're a retirement league. I'm like, OK, well, literally all of the transfer fees that we've been paying have been mid for players that are 26 or younger. Some of them being 20 years old and not even close to their prime yet. We're buying spending millions of dollars on prospects. I don't know where you're getting retirement. I don't know where people are getting that from because, I mean, look at Orlando City. I mean, we got Facundo. We got – I mean, it's not just Orlando City. It's other – and now you got, I mean, what is it? Uh, teams looking at players to go to Europe, young kids. So I don't I don't think it's a retirement league anymore. It used to be. It used to be. You know, sure. with the – yeah. Uh, but now, I mean, how much we're spending on – just not even us, everybody going down to South America, going everywhere to get players, young players and spending the money. Yeah. I don't think uh, we're a retirement league anymore. All right. Let's preview our next game, which is Saturday at Exploria stadium, July 1st. It's going to be against the Chicago fire guys. Um, Chicago. I don't even know anything about them right now, to be honest with you. Mike, Cleon, I know you guys uh, You guys are the statisticians for uh, Orlando Lions. Den. Tell us a little bit, Mike, about Chicago and how they're doing. And I think they're, what, Shakiri's still on that team? 
Yeah. <laughs> Shakiri's still there. Uh, Chris Mueller is out and injured for the season. Yeah. Um, 19 games played, same as us. They're on 23 points, sitting in 12th place right now. So they're outside of the playoffs, but we're only five points ahead of them. Uh, 25 goals scored, like I said, same as us, but they've conceded 28. Um, so they can give up more goals, but score at about the same clip as we do. Um, their goalkeeping uh, through Chris Brady, I would say, is pretty suspect. Uh, he's definitely beatable as a keeper. Um, he'll have some moments of brilliance, so it could 100% end up being one of those situations where it's, uh, wow, look at this kid. He had the game of his career against us, which, you know, we're also used to. Um, Brian Gutierrez is probably the young player to watch. Five assists on the season, five real assists on the season uh, <laughs> in the attacking midfield role. He's kind of been one of their top guys. Um, Kai Kamara, top goal scorer right now. Um, and and uh, realistically, Shakiri hasn't been playing that much because it seems like they can't find ways for him to work in the starting lineup uh, with the team, which is kind of funny considering he's the highest played, pl- pi- highest paid player in the league. Um, I feel like Shakiri just doesn't have that many appearances, so I kind of need to double check how much he actually is playing. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it, yeah, he's. Only played in 14 matches so far this year. One goal, two two assists for him. Um, But uh, honestly, just my my analysis for this game is this game just has to be a dub. It's got to be three points at home. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. They have to win this game. Uh, Eastern Conference team that is below you on the table, that you definitely have more talent than you must win. That's it. So must win for you, Mike Cleon. Yeah, this is definitely, definitely, definitely must win because um, if you don't, then it pretty much erases the tough draws you just <laughs> that you just squeaked out um, against two quality sides. So um, you basically just throw away the the little bit the the work that you did accomplish with that. Um, Chicago's been pretty bad, um, but they have won their last two they played. Um, one against, uh, Portland in Portland <laughs> and, um, and they beat, uh, SKC. I believe that was in, in, in S that was in us in Kansas city as well. So, um, so that's a little concerning if you, if you're gonna, you know, be concerned about everything. I mean, I mean about anything, um, they have, as far as goals allowed and things like that, they've they're towards the bottom um, of what like thirteenth out of out of the fifteenth in the East, um, and expected goals allowed. Uh, their expected goal difference is also around there, um, you know, around eleventh or so um, out of the fifteenth. So, I mean, every everything about this screams you. You should, if you're going to be a good team, like I said, if you're going to be a good team, you have to, these are the results you have to get. Like you can't just, you just can't, especially since you constantly blow so many points at home. Um, You're leaving yourself no room for error. Um, Like I said, yes, our our road record is covering, um, covering up on making up a lot of lost ground that we've had at home. Um, 
So you you have to at some point you have to sit in and you have to start getting these results. Um, well, you have to start getting these results against these teams that you absolutely have to be getting them from the teams like Chicago, Montreal, you know, Charlotte, which we've already blown that to smithereens, um, you know, into Miami, things like that. You can't, these are teams that, um, and then next shoot, we can't even say that because next time, you know, next time we play them, they all have Messi and, and all Messi's friends. So, um, these, these are the results you have to absolutely have to, you have to pull out. So yeah, I'm, I'm with Mike on this. Um, must win. You got to get it. Yep. It is a must win uh, game for Orlando city. Definitely, you know, going with a tough draw here at home against Philadelphia, a good draw to me, which should have been a victory in Seattle. Um, definitely have to go for the, uh, the win must win here. And, uh, you know, we need to start climbing, climbing up that ladder, getting into a better position for the playoffs and everything. And then you got League Cup coming up. So, um, you know, you got Santos, you got Houston. So then uh, we got to start with that. You know, what are we going to do? I mean, we're out of the U.S. Open Cup already. So uh, now it's the, the League's Cup that is next. So then you're going to have games, you know, through the whole uh, July, August, September, if you make it far into this League's Cup. So definitely you got to get the wins when we have them, the opportunity to win, which this is an opportunity for us to win so we can get those points. So then uh, I'm not saying that we can relax, but we can breathe a little bit easier, you know, when, when League Cup comes around. So definitely a must-win situation here for Orlando City, Saturday, July 1st. Um, and then definitely uh, July 4th, because we probably won't podcast, I don't think, um, because you got the 4th of July next Wednesday. There's a game also at home on the 4th of July, and we play – who do we play? <laughs> you guys know? Uh, 4th of July is against uh, Toronto, I believe. Toronto. So that's another – you know, even though they have their, – they're slumping. They just fired head coach Bob Bradley. You know, that's another must-win uh, for us on the 4th of July. So uh, those two games, you know, we play Saturday and then we play again on uh, on the 4th on Tuesday. Tuesday, when we normally record this. So Yeah. So uh, And that's less because usually you play on a Wednesday. Yep. So uh, yeah, and that, that's only two days of rest for these players. So definitely a must-win situation here against Chicago on Saturday. All right, guys. Uh, Shout out time. You guys have anything else to say? Are we going to do uh, predictions on uh, Chicago? Oh, I mean, we're all winning. <laughs> no, we all said it's must win. We didn't say that we're going to win. <laughs> it's a game at home, man. That's, that's, a, that's a very, that's a very strong point. <laughs> that's a very, that's a very strong point. All right, two to one, me. Two to one, Orlando defeats uh, Chicago, and then we tie against Toronto one one on Fourth of July. And we go happy with the fireworks home. Man. All right. I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to go to all to Orlando City. What about Toronto? Not that we previewed it much, but mm, yeah. we ain't going to be here for it. <laughs> Draw. Draw. Yeah. Okay. Only because my faith in us winning back-to-back games is uh, very low. You're holding the mic very close there, Mike. You might, you might be saying something I might not like. Yeah, I'm going to say something you don't like. Or next, no. Uh, actually, no. It's something that you're going to like, but you're going to call me crazy. 
these boys are going to be motivated going against Chicago. They're going to find the scoring boots. Coach is going to put the right, uh, the right, you know, that whatever the soccer equivalent of stickum is on their boots, and they're going to be putting the ball in the net. We're going to someone getting a hattie. If someone's not getting a hattie, I don't want to Duncan hear. with a hattie in a four nil win against Chicago. Oh, going to light up the fire if you know what I'm saying. And, and then uh, I, I'm going to I'm going to say we're going to get a win streak. I'm going to go two one against Toronto. But I, I, I want four nil. Wow. I want the Duncan Hattie so bad because I want a hat trick at home. Well, that's good. You know, I, I'm not going to be I, there in person for it, but I want it to happen. And I want you guys have good that are there the to see. Because <laughs> I'm going to the West Club on, on Saturday, eating, Ooh. drinking. So they better have a nice uh, victory because I'll be consuming all that food and everything that they have there. So <laughs> four nil. Hey, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll we'll take the take victory that. over the two one over Toronto. You know, have eight points in four games. I think that that would be awesome. That'd be awesome. Shout out time, guys. Shout out times. Uh, I'll go first. I want to give a shout out to Diogo for doing a great job uh, bringing the beautiful game to Orlando's Exploria Stadium. Ronaldinho, Ronaldo. Uh, all those guys, Juan Felix, Nani, even though Juan didn't play, uh, but the phenomenal, uh, stadium was, I mean, was rocking. Uh, it wasn't packed. The, uh, the South side upper, well, there was nobody there, but they did a great job. They put on a great show, even though the rain, uh, kind of dampered everything, but great, great atmosphere. I think they, we should do that again next year charity game it's it's phenomenal so good job diego and the beautiful game of ronaldinho roberto carlos all those guys hey, they, how, how did they not how did they not catch you when you when you hopped that fence bro <laughs> they didn't catch me you're right how did, how did they not catch you after you hopped that fence security <laughs> slacking bro i don't understand i was like i was like tackle him tackle him it's like god you know what they cut cutting that man's ankles up in crocs like come on bro in crocs like, come on, man. Get to get I your whole life the, together. This time, you know what I did, Cleon? I put the straps. Oh, you had it in sport mode. You had it in oh, sport, sport mode. Sport mode. I put the straps behind my ankles. Yeah, usually have them drive. in the uh, the flip flop mode, you know. But I had them in the sport mode this time. I had the the, the, the strap from behind. So I gotta I gotta let Eddie know about that next He's time. Ready for racing? <laughs> Any shout out, Mike? Uh, yeah, I'll go ahead. Uh, uh, I'm going to give a quick shout out to the league in regards to, I do really like that they're capitalizing on getting a game in on 4th of July, trying to make it like there's a, like, you know, there's a significance of MLS will play games on, on 4th of July. The only thing that I need them to do is to hopefully see success in that and bring back Vieren as the football. Like, bring back the Friday night game. That's something that I used to love. Granted, it was always on Unimas, which was always difficult for me because obviously I'm not a Spanish speaker. Um, But, you know, I know a little bit, so I can obviously follow basics. But bring back the Friday night game. That's something that was awesome. I think that the games are a little bit too congested right now for us that like to watch multiple games. Um, So I'd like to see them kind of just update the way that they do the fixtures in the future seasons. But I will say shout out to them for the 4th of July games. I think that's something that's going to be successful. And I like that they're doing that. I think uh, with the 4th of July game, uh, I think it should be nationally televised. 
I like how they do the NBA and the football on Thanksgiving, NBA on on uh, Christmas. You know, give Fox. Uh, you have FS1. You got Fox, and you uh, give them. You know, you got Univision, even though you just put it on English speaking SAP, and just give three games. You know, do a afternoon game on Univision. You know, do the main game at like eight o'clock, and then let the West Coast have theirs at ten thirty. Or something. Yeah. I mean, there's, five, there's five games on 4th of July this year. So we got Miami, Columbus, us, Toronto, Dallas, D.C., which will probably be a decent one, uh, Colorado and Portland. And then it closes with uh, El Trafico, uh, L.A. Galaxy, yeah. LAFC. That's going to be nationally televised for Is sure. Is that nationally televised? Yeah. Be. I'd be shocked if or it wasn't. FX or whatever, Fox. Yeah. Fox, but yeah. I think, uh, you know, take it off of Apple TV and just to, you know, put it on national television on regular you well, know yeah, where well, that's what they antenna. do with those is they they put it on both they put it on um they'll put it on either the regular fox or fs1 but apple tv will still broadcast it too. yeah so so but definitely cleon do you have any shout outs besides my crocs no 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 they they actually they actually served your purpose for once so um <laughs> yeah so um you know I, I i had a couple little things for one one i want to i want to shout out your boy messi this ain't even no, this ain't even no shade, no nothing like that. But he been helped lining my pockets lately, so so I'm a, I'm a roll with it, and you know um I'm a, I'm a I'm gonna say thank you to you and all your all your all your pessy all your pessy followers that are just gonna blindly sit there and get price gouged out the nose for these tickets, cause this twelve hundred that's twelve hundred dollars for these little four tickets is sitting real nice in my pocket right now, and I got another two that's about to go for another six seven hundred, so. Thank you, thank you, Pessy, for um for all your um continued work and all your all your um stands and 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 support. Other than that, speak, we're gonna we're gonna pivot from from Pessy to um to the greatest of all time, the true greatest of all time, Mr. Ronaldo. And I'm gonna teach y'all something. Oh, y'all didn't know I was Portuguese. I've got to tell y'all that too. But sometimes I'm Portuguese. <laughs> Today's one of them nights. Today's one of them nights where today's one of those nights where I, where I claim the rest of my heritage. I'm Portuguese so, today. So 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 today, in my true Portuguese nature, I'm so, explaining so, to y'all. So you fala Portuguese. Of course. Okay. Of course, of course. <laughs> always. It's always is in my I'll blood, give it my to DNA. You. He's like, yeah, obrigado. Over 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 God over Gotti. Hey. <laughs> but um I'll give so, it to you. You're from Bermuda. So, 90% are Portuguese there. So <laughs> that's right. So look here. So I'm gonna explain to y'all. Why? I'm explaining to why. I'm explaining to y'all why. Why? Why? Some. Some are only. Some are only destined to lead. Lead the league in goals. Goals per ninety, and some uh, are, are destined to be the greatest in the world and the greatest of all time, like your boy Ronaldo. Because I saw something the most disappointing thing I ever seen in my life, and it reminded me of that one commercial. Where, where, uh, you, you've seen, the, I know everybody knows what commercial I'm talking about. The commercial where, um, it's that basketball game and, and the dude, the dude, uh, uh, he stepped out of bounds. The ref missed it. They call timeout. And then he goes, coach, but I stepped out of bounds. It's their ball. And I just wanted to jump through that screen and slap the hell out of that dude. Cause I swear I'll kick him straight off my team right now if he ever came and did some nonsense like that in a championship game. What kind of loser mentality is this? And I saw some loser mentality from one of our very own and my pride and joy, who's like a son to me, 
Mr. Duncan McGuire. Yes, Mr. Duncan McGuire. When I saw the slide. No, not the slide. There's nothing wrong with the slide. Okay. It's the other one. When I saw your boy Martin fire up and launch that ball. And Duncan, in true goal score instinct, just happens to be there, gets a foot on it, accidentally, yes, but gets a foot on it and puts it in the back of the net <laughs> and walks up, walks up to Martine and immediately apologizes. You know who would have <laughs> never done that? Huh? You know who would have right. never done that? Ronaldo. I ain't talking about no car. Car wouldn't even <laughs> been there. I'm talking about <laughs> Ronaldo would have <laughs> never. Would have never, ever, 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 ever. How many goals he got right now, Ronaldo? Oh, he's a. Uh, how, how many goal? How many goals he got? I guarantee. I guarantee you, he's got about. I guarantee he's got about thirty six of them, just like that, and is is right, sitting right in his tally. Because you think he gave them back? Absolutely not. Ronaldo <laughs> took his goal. <laughs> Ronaldo said, "That's my goal." <laughs> Ronaldo, he don't care if it's, if it's on his team. He don't care if his mama shot that ball. He don't care if his daughter shot that ball. He don't care if the wife shot that ball. He don't care who shot that ball. All Ronaldo know is that ball touched me before it went in the back of that net. That's my goal. So, Mr. Duncan McGuire, you got some work to do, buddy. Because you know, I, I, I don't want to ever see something like that ever again. Don't ever give a goal back to somebody else. Striker That's got ridiculous. Ridiculous. I thought you yeah. had that dog in you. Now I'm disappointed. You know, Cleon, I actually thought you were going something else with this uh, Ronaldo thing. <laughs> I actually thought that you were happy that Ronaldo was about to, he's getting close to breaking up with Georgina and that you were going to have a chance with her. That's what I thought with his uh, wife. You know, that's what I thought you were coming uh, upon. Bro, so you met you. Goat? Are you crazy? Follow the goat? Never. Yeah, you. Never. you, met, you no, never. No, no. You don't follow the goat, bro. Oh, okay. What about if she came to time. you? If she came to you, you'd be like, I'll be following you. <laughs> oh, guys. All right. Well, it's been a great show. Vamos Orlando, July 1st. Don't forget, we got Chicago at Exploria Stadium. And then 4th of July, Tuesday, we have Toronto FC coming in with no uh, Bob Bradley. So, um, he is out, so those are two good victories that we should win. Six points should be coming into our bag. Guys, thanks for listening to Orlando Lions Den. Vamos, Orlando. Let's see you there. Thanks for joining us this week on the Orlando Lions Den Podcast. Don't forget to follow us at Orlando Lions Den on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. See you next week in the Den.